Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Intelligence Podcast. I am Harold James Preller, joined, as always, by Corey Stewart. Hello, Harold James oh, Preller. Hello. We're doing an afternoon taping. We're usually morning drinkers. Have you thought about a new last name if, uh, if he actually gets the can? Gets canned? If he gets hmm. the can. If he gets the what? I don't know. I'd rather... <laughs> It, doesn't the name become ironic and fun once we don't have to deal with AJ Preller anymore? That's true. Yes. God, does he suck. <laughs> he really sucks. God, he was worse. Yes. But I believe <laughs> after that game, he lowered his ERA enough to become second worst to Rich Hill, D- who sucked. Didn't he go? Yeah, I think he went six innings and gave up one yes, run. to and, the Padres. Yeah, and, he, and, and literally, he was throwing 85. At best. At be- Hill can hit 89. He... <laughs> He's like <laughs> Wayne Rankin. It's like Wayne Rankin gives like hope to every loser that plays adult baseball. Yes, that yeah. they too could get a win in the major leagues. Yeah, well, I mean, if they face the Padres, yeah, if one they could face the Padres, run in six innings, just throwing meatball, just six, sixty-two mile an hour curveballs. Yeah, yep. He looks like a position player. He really pitching does. the the eighth in a blowout. Yeah, he really does. Yeah, and we got we got one one run off him, <laughs> one run. Off the worst pitcher in baseball. And there's still people that think this team is going to go 500 here. Yeah. And they're going to use that, that argument. If let's say, let's say somehow this team goes, I don't know, 16 and 12 over the last games, they'll be like, wow, the team's got a lot of momentum going into next year. There's no reason that they couldn't continue that, that pace over 162 next year. You know, there's going to be those dummies. Yeah. All over Twitter and all over coaches show momentum from. One season to the next baseball season does not exist. What? Does that not happen with Kyle Blanks when he hit 10 home runs in (laughs) September one year? Weird. You know, only the really cool Padre fans have a Kyle Blanks jersey. I wish I had a Kyle Blanks. Wait, no. Didn't they do it? I think I have a giveaway jersey. Didn't they do a giveaway jersey for him? Yeah. 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 If you have a Blanks jersey and you have a Blash jersey. Of course. Yeah. I've said the the same many times. Many, many times. Yeah. (laughs) Um, okay, so do we need to talk about the upcoming games? Like, do people care anymore? Do we? It, it's almost uh, like I'll, I'll say it. I still watch all the games. Oh, I'm watching. Uh, bad Padres baseball <laughs> in many ways is more entertaining than good Padres baseball. I w- Padres Twitter I, is definitely more exciting I when they're even, bad. We've I, said this many times. I'm not even on Twitter, so I haven't even been seeing that. But like just oh, well, yesterday, how, how's when, Threads looking? Yeah, <laughs> Threads is going off. Let me tell you. <laughs> uh, yesterday, when uh, when when Hater gave up the two run bomb, I I I, I was I probably laughed for ten minutes. I, <laughs> it was the funniest thing I've seen on TV in a long time. You knew I just couldn't like. Did you wow. know it was coming? Did you know something was coming? No, I no, I, I didn't. I was. It, it was funny because when when Suarez got or not Suarez, I, I can't even remember who pitched the eighth. Uh, was it Suarez that pitched the eighth yesterday? I think so. Did they go with him again? I don't know. Anyway, w- when it got to Hater, I was like, oh, okay, well, they're actually going to fucking win this. Like they're going to take two or three from the Cardinals, I even think. after that sharp single yeah. to left field. Yeah, <laughs> yes, even by he, their nine hitter. Yeah, because he always puts he, he always puts guys on base. Is he like he either walks somebody or he gives up a single or something? He's always got guys on, but but he strikes people out like crazy. I, I yeah, mean, but when know. I saw it was Tommy Edmond, I just had a feel. I had a feeling. <laughs> it's funny though because like the Cardinals, the Cardinals are worse than we are record wise. And they've had nothing to play for for how many months? And here they are battling to come back to win in just a 
so meaningless day game, an, an like empty stadium, and it, I, in front I, of nobody. Did you see how yeah. how like it was literally empty, completely like, empty, worse than an A's game? Yeah, I mean, by the time the ninth inning came, and, around. and like, and that's wild for St. Louis. At, you well, know, at the I end heard they were August. the best fans in baseball, right, the best fans in baseball. Huh? Yeah, yeah. Very do they straight. do best fans in baseball leave early? I don't know. I, I'm just asking the question. Or door does not show up at all. Yeah. I don't yeah. So um, are best fans in baseball violently <laughs> racist against all races <laughs> except for whites? Exactly. I don't know. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I'm just asking. Yeah, just asking questions. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So no, I didn't see it coming. Actually, I, I just I, I was really surprised because I mean, at this point, we we need them to lose games. We need them to get in that. that Look, that, the the, the whole tanking game. thing though, like it's. It's very unlikely. We're good at it, though. I, we I are mean, good at it. Let me, hold on. Let me check and see how close we are. We have more experience tanking than most teams in in baseball history. Because, because to get down to the bottom five, there's for sure four teams that we can't catch. The Rockies, the Cardinals. Uh, well, the Rockies, the White Sox, White the Sox. Royals, and the A's. Okay. So the only ones in play are Detroit, who's 60 and 74. Okay. Uh 61 and 73, St. Louis 58 and 76, Met 61 and 73, 62, 72 for the Nationals. That's where we're at, 62 and 72. So okay. we have to be worse than five teams to get into that position. I, I think can we, we can do, do it. it. I, I don't know, we but we're four games up on the, even after this series, Yeah, we need to drop four games against the, the Cardinals. We, we still have a, another three-game series with them coming where up. Where we could get swept. Where we could get God swept. God willing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I I just I don't think we're even going to get there. To that that one we could call it a bright spot tanking into a top six pick rather than this best case I think eighteenth pick. But we'll finish the season by sweeping the White Sox right and 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 fuck it all well, up. Yeah, like we'll be right okay, there because the momentum will carry yeah, into twenty twenty four. That's true. Yeah, the, teach him how to win. You don't understand when Jay Groom is starting one of those <laughs> games how great he's going to be next year well, when that, he remembers that, that game. That will be the true white flag is when they finally let Groom start again, which might be happening here. We don't it know. Could, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, if I mean, if you and Musgrove continue to be out, maybe that would be fun. What does he get right in Triple A? Like, like nine? He's walking like eight people per nine. He Jesus can't find the plate. <laughs> I, <laughs> don't even look at it. It's not even worth. <coughs> oh, you okay? You gonna make it? I'm, look, I'm 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 devoted to this podcast <laughs> through through sick and through health. It's just like a marriage. It's just Corey. like a marriage. <laughs> Till death do us yeah. part. We're very sexually active <laughs> Which isn't together far as off. well. So. <laughs> yes. Goddamn right. Under marital auspices in the in the eye of the Lord. It's yes. fine. Um, okay, so the tanking thing. I, I don't think we're going to make it. Probably I'm not, not gonna, no. even going to get my hopes up. Because that. that'll be one last thing to disappoint but us with. But do you know right? how incredible that would be as, as a spectator? <laughs> if we are bad enough. Like, like, I don't think people are doing the math of what it'll take to get from here to there. Yeah. It's going to require us to go like, because we need to be worse than the worst teams in the league who are also all giving up. Yeah. Uh, we'd have to go, what, maybe 5 and 24? Uh, that's my guess. 5, five and 24, something, like something yeah. around there. I mean, they're, they're going to get their ass beat in these next 13 five games. 5 and 23, yeah. So it's, gonna really, it's really going to matter what happens after those, after, after, after that, after that 13 game stretch. And we'd have to go 5 and 23 while having games against the Rockies. A lot Cardinals, of bad teams too. Rockies, White Cardinals, White Sox, A's, yeah. A's. Uh, I, you so, know what? I, so, like I, I bet, said, I bet they get their ass beat by the A's. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, I'm serious. I, I, I bet they we do. we we got destroyed by the Royals. I don't know why yeah. we wouldn't get destroyed by the A's. Right. Yeah. 
Brett Rooker is going to hit like six home runs in that series. Is it Brett or is it Brent? What, what is his name? Does it matter? Yeah. Brent. I think it's Brent. He was an all-star, <laughs> I should know, right? Yeah, he was. Uh, oh. Is, but but imagine the spectacle it would be on Coach's show if this oh. team finished the season five and twenty three did obtain the, the number six draft pick or whatever he'll be too busy talking about TCU football or something yeah. he talk about that he talks about high school girls volleyball <laughs> with a twenty minute segment with a coach on talking Holy about shit. it it's just the worst show yeah I, I take that back it, it, the second worst look show. we've been very difficult on Coach after we he have. called in last week I, I just can't I can't be mean to him and. <laughs> This is very serious. Ello show is much worse. It, it really is. It's a thousand like, percent. Much, pe- yeah. People don't give Ello enough credit for how terrible his show is. Oh. Coach's show has entertainment value just out of hate listening. Yeah. Ello just despises all listeners. He really does. Hates all fans. Hates his listeners. I, I don't understand what the draw is. It, it, oh, maybe the draw is just spending 40 minutes on bets. Yeah. And going over daily bets with his producer. Was that good radio? Who's to say? Who's to say? You were a former professional producer. Is that good radio? (laughs) Based on my experience, no. (laughs) Based on my ears, it's also no. It's awful. (laughs) I'd rather listen to 20 minutes from a high school volleyball coach than than the betting segment. It's, It's just, it's so awful. It's also false advertising that they call it Gwyn and Chris. When Gwyn... (laughs) <laughs> has his attendance on the show is like one out of every 14 days. And when he does show up, he just talks about NBA basketball. <laughs> it's just a dreadful show. It really what is. are they doing over there? I don't know. I don't know. Ugh. Ugh. Ben and Woods just carrying that. I don't station. hear Ello calling into the show. No. I may, he could maybe win us over, but right. He yeah. Won't, Cause in. he hates us. Call in and ask me to ride the Sibian. Yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what's next on our agenda? Um, what's gone wrong? I'll tell you what. Let's 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 go through the let's go through the lineup real quick. Okay. Okay. All right. Because we we need to talk about some things. Uh, and we'll start like with the batting order. Basically, we'll just go that way. So, Kim, nothing's have, gone wrong. Nothing. He's yeah. perfect. He's perfect. He's in every an way. angel. He should be given all the money. They should just give him part ownership. Yeah. Whatever he wants. Yeah, I mean, the only thing not perfect about him is that he's only here one more year. I know. Oh, mm. scary. Yeah, we really should sign him to an extension, shouldn't we? They really they should have thought of that <laughs> right before they signed the other guy. Is, is there a <clears> limit <throat> on how much they you'd be happy with giving him? How old is he? Like, like in all seriousness, like putting aside our, our immense fandom he for him. He is ageless but, and but at, timeless. At, at That's what, what he is. At what point do you see it as being a potential disaster contract? <laughs> what would it take? Because AJ will know. go there. You know he will. Oh, he, of course he will. I don't know. He's 27, so he's 27. pretty young. Okay. He's going to turn 28 in a um, couple months. All right. We should have a birthday party for him. Yeah, we but should give we him should some celebrate. sexual favors. Damn right we should. He's the only one that's really tried, and like every he, he single really game. is the only one that tried. Yeah, and, and like it's been documented. Uh, we can discuss this later, but like letters to AJ, who it's just like a beloved newsletter that I read. Yeah, is trying to break down why it's not just bad luck because that's what dummy moron fans think yeah. that everything here over 162 games is just bad luck accumulated. It's only bad luck, and I think letters to AJ has done a good job of trying to figure out why. Why have we not won in extra innings? Why is our one run game 
this record so terrible. And his main, I think, thesis is that our hitters, other than Kim, go up there with like a, a three true outcomes approach. They sit there and they take pitches down the middle, hoping to get to a batter's count that never comes. They take huge swings going for home runs in critical situations with runners on base. And they strike out. And that's why we're so bad. And that's a logical explanation for possibly why we're so bad in extra innings, where you have a runner on second when you start it. If everyone's trying to hit... And this happened yesterday. The first two batters struck out in the the 10th inning for the Padres. Oh, two days ago. Two days ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, right. you see yeah. the approach. Yeah, Campy was the first. He struck out first, right? And, and then who, Grish? I can't remember. There were two no, strikeouts and, to start uh, the uh, inning. No, it wasn't Grish because, uh, uh, this is funny because I was going to mention this. Uh, Grisham did not strike out during the St. Louis series. Oh, okay. Congratulations yeah. to him. But we will get more into this. Yes. Yeah. But the, look, that, that's the approach they're taking. Yeah. They're taking big cuts trying to win the game when they only need one run there. Yeah. And, and this is like perpetual other than Kim who does seem to alter his approach. He will swing for the fences when there's no one on or when the situation allows for it. But you yeah. see him shortening his swing, hitting the other way, like being a high average hitter. And the whole thing letters to AJ talked about is batting average. Sure. Like if we're talking about just pure saber metrics, it's like not as useful of a tool, but there is a situation where it is useful, which is when you're talking about clutch situations with runners on base. Yeah. The statistics have shown that it, it, it's more advantageous to be a guy hitting 300 than a guy that hits 40 home runs and hits 200. And we don't have that. No one is changing their approach. And, and that's why we're so poor. I think that's a valid... If you're looking for explanations, that seems a lot more realistic to me from what I see with the eye test than 162 consecutive days of, of bad luck. Yeah. And obviously, there have been there has been bad luck sure. mixed in there, of and, course. And, and those are but, easy to identify. But it's not just bad luck. The game a couple yeah. weeks ago where they hit what like fifteen balls over a hundred miles per hour, but scored what no none oh. or one run, oh, yeah. whatever game that was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a bad yeah. luck game, right? Yeah, losing games in extra innings because two of your three hitters strike out—that's not bad luck. That's bad performance. Yeah, that's bad approach. Right. Uh, you know. So, so that's what I'm interested in finding more explanations like that instead of morons just saying, just another, another run of bad luck here. Like, what can you do? Just run it back. Yeah. Run it back. Just run it back the same because the luck luck will normalize. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. But what if it's not luck? What if you're bringing back the same people and teaching the same approach? And the other thing he says is it also explains why you have these games the Padres put up where they score 10 runs because three true outcomes sabermetrics wise is an optimal way to score a bunch of runs except when it's a close game and you need not a home run you need just a hit or to move the runners and so that kind of explains why we have these games where we'll put up 12 runs and then when it's close we can't win it can't win yeah Uh, that's what i'm uh, that's what i want more explanations for from right and so i really appreciate what 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 that group is doing with their newsletter okay so uh kim is perfect 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 okay Tatis. I've heard Kim has a very large penis as well. I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tatis's last 11 games, uh, eight for 39 with one extra base hit, 19 strikeouts, two RBI. And, and he's basically been hitting in the two, three. I think he was in the four spot yesterday. I think so. Yeah. But Kim seems to be on like all the fucking time. And leads off every game with a, with, hit. with a hit. Yeah. And Fernando has two RBI. He's just 
and, and there's just no power, yeah. which is painful to see. Um, I, I don't to, think he's hurt. No, I don't know what's going. Yeah. I, 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 people are like, oh, well, you know, it's his, he was off all last year. He had the surgery and blah, 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 blah. It's, but okay. he was so, right. he was you. great for an extended period of time. Yeah. So, so now the effects are hit. I, I don't know. I, I, maybe he's wearing down because he hasn't, you know, I, I don't know. And I mean, he's not bad. But, yeah. Like, he's still a four-war player. He'll probably finish at four and a half, five. And he seems still to be kind of mopey. Yeah. Which is brutal. Uh, and then <laughs> Soto. Soto has three extra base hits in his last 89 at-bats. It's not great. It's not a great sign when your best hitter is bunting all the time in not bunting situations. It, oh. I mean, this is a guy that you bunting, expect bunting to is crush what, line drives. Yeah, bunting is... Remember at the end of last year how bad Trent Grisham was? Yes, and, and he, he, just would just, he just started giving up on hitting and yeah. would just bunt for base hits? Yeah, yeah. That's where Soto is now. That's where he's at. Yeah. And you know, I will say, in defense of Soto, I, I keep seeing a lot of people and they're like, he's such a disappointment. It, what a bad trade. And I looked it up and he's... They were like, we were expecting uh, 200 WRC plus... Juan Soto, which he did in the fake season in 2020, which doesn't count and doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. He's right on pace for his normal production. Like, in now, if you were to look at his six years in the big leagues, four of his seasons, his WRC Plus is right at 145, including this year. That's not bad. No. He's, he's actually the seventh best hitter in baseball this year. So it's not like he's nothing. He's three spots ahead of Bryce Harper. Like, he's... He is one of the best hitters in baseball, even at this point. But I do wonder if, if you look at it, if four of the six seasons are this, one of the seasons is a fake season. Yeah. And the other season, he was uh, like a 165 WRC plus. But the last two, he's been this. And his first two, he was this. Maybe this is who he is. Maybe. It's not, it's not bad. I mean, that statistic is very, very bad. That's terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, he has more, uh, in those 89 at bats, he has more grounded into double plays than he does extra base hits. But that should tell you how good his season was prior to that, where even after that, he's at 145 WRC plus, seventh best in the big leagues. Yeah. Uh, okay, dropping down to Manny. Uh, I I don't have a whole lot to say about Manny. I just it, except for like it, he's it, he's pretty bad. The July OPS was one thousand ninety two, and in August it it's was or is um, six ninety nine, which is just it's terrible. the The thing with, that it's killing me about Manny is uh, he he just seems completely checked out to me. Uh, I, I know it during the... What, you don't think him beating the igloo cooler with know, a bat means that he's not checked out? I was just going to say, like, uh, so the, the, he had the, he, he flipped out on the igloo cooler in, at, on Sunday, that, the, the last game of the Brewers series, which yeah. they got swept in. The, great. I, it was like, okay, finally somebody's showing some emotion. Finally somebody's losing their mind on something. That's great. And then the next morning, he wakes up after the sweep. And it's like, hey, my new Ithaca underwear line is out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's coming soon. It's and like, the, it's like, I, and, and I don't even know if he's the guy who runs his Instagram. Not. He like, it's not like not. he sat yeah. on his couch typing it in. Right, but, yeah. But, but read the room. Read, yeah, yeah. Tell isn't this people, why you, isn't this why you have people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they're supposed to do this. 
the smart thing for and, you and not make you look like an asshole. And, and what do you look like? You look like an asshole yeah. when you're promoting your clothing line. It was, women, you just got it was women's swept. wear too. Like, it wasn't off. even stuff Manny would wear. Oh, it's just, and so, and then the other thing that pissed me unless off, unless it is, which you know, I'm yeah, not judging is that, that, that same day, uh, the, the Cardinals game that they actually won. He went one for five. The one hit that he had, he, he hit like a cue ball. It was, you know, yeah. a cued off the uh, end of the bat for a single or whatever. He had five at bats in that game. He saw nine pitches. He just like he's just going up, just going. Let's just get this fucking over with. It, yeah. it is painful to watch. Absolutely painful to watch. Do you like when apologists are like, he's just been hurt the whole year. Oh, he's God. been hurt. I'm, I'm, I'm so all, tired of hearing Xander's about Xander's hurt. He's never going to be 100. percent Juan Soto's not at 100. Tatis isn't at 100. Like they're playing. I expect them to be. Every player in baseball isn't at 100. percent Especially in September. Yeah. Just stop. Um, okay, uh, Xander Bogarts. Ugh. Yeah. So, you know, the, the, this narrative that's been kind of going around is, you know, about how he's, he, he's kind of back and like after, you know, after he got the shot and all that, he's, it's not. Uh, so his last 16 games, he's 11 for 62 with five ribbies, <laughs> 582 OPS. <laughs> well, it's such a, it's such a bullshit. Like, like he gets a hit, like, he gets he gets one hit is, is, is pretty much what you get from him. I mean, he's he's new Hosmer, right? Pretty much. He's yeah. he's grounding out or he's hitting ground balls fifty percent of the time. He's hitting the ball hard, but he's hitting it on the ground. This is what we said about Hosmer, Hosmer for so long. Yeah. Hosmer would get right. good contact, and you would keep hearing Kevin Acey defend him because his uh, exit velocity was so high. <laughs> But what's it matter if your exit velocity is negative 10 degrees into the ground? Right. Yeah. That's where we're at with Bogarts. Yeah. And that's why he's grounding, uh, hitting into double plays so often. Yeah, it's painful. Uh, but what do you even do to fix that? It doesn't sound like it's his wrist. He's hitting it hard. Yeah. And, and to be honest, if you look at his career stats, he's a ground ball merchant. It's just this year is even worse than usual. He just hit at people. Yeah. Cronenworth, uh, we won't even talk about because he's dead. Basically, it, we're, it, it's been an, uh, look, you want to talk about Cronenworth? Uh, I, I could bash a lot of the moves AJ made at the deadline yeah. as meaningless or pointless or completely stupid <laughs> or just absolutely awful. Uh, <laughs> like the decision to, to trade for the worst pitcher in baseball and say that you fixed things. But since Cronenworth got hurt, don't you think Garrett Cooper's been pretty good? I, I, Isn't it weird that, was we, the next that we have a productive up. first baseman now, and it feels a little different in the lineup? He's he's been hitting. Uh, he's he's bad at first base. So's Cronenworth. <laughs> So's Cronenworth. <laughs> yes, exactly. But but he but he has been hitting, and it's a, obviously it's a small sample size because it's just. And August he certainly platoon. You know, he, he's good against one side, but yeah, yeah, but. But he's been okay. Have we dropped off any? We, no. we have essentially a, a journeyman, disposable first baseman right yeah. now. And I'd say he's playing better than our long-term contract signed first baseman. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so you know he's going to be a DH. I, I don't uh, think it's a loss. I think we upgraded. So he'll be a DH candidate for next year if, they were, if, if they were to resign him. A Cooper. Sure. We'd yeah. still have one of the worst right. DHs in baseball Yo, at that <laughs> point, but... I mean, well, that's, it's better than what we have. Yeah, yeah. Than, yeah exactly. Uh, okay. And then, uh, I kind of skipped the, the catcher situation. Catcher's been pretty good. I did. Pretty I, like, good. I can't, there's not a whole lot to complain about there, yeah. right? And I hope, honestly, I hope that they bring Sanchez back. Sanchez back. If they can. He's going to be a lot more expensive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We have him for like no money. The Mets are paying him. Yeah. Right. But 
catcher that hits 20 home runs again with his pedigree, he's going to make some money. Yeah, and I, I think Campy will be a lot better signing next a one-year. Year. Yeah. What about just playing Campy? It's September. Like, shouldn't we be evaluating? Oh, yeah. Oh, they should be. Like, shouldn't he catch? I know you can't catch every day, but yeah. maximal and just, so we can see what we have. And just let... Uh, and have Sanchez do more just fill in once every fill four, in. One, one every four days or yeah. so. Because like, you, know? you could bring up Sullivan or whatever and have him on the bench there. I could bring up yeah. Nola for all I care. I don't care that right. he's sitting on the bench. I, I, don't, I, I don't know where Nola's at. He's gone. Yeah. It's like he got abducted by <laughs> yeah. aliens. It's so. like he's in Coach's Sibian dungeon right now, like locked up. <laughs> he's down there with the gimp. Yeah, you know how Coach <laughs> likes white players. It's, he's just taking it too far this time. Uh, okay, so last but not least, uh, Grisham. Uh, Trent Grisham is tied for 15th in baseball in strikeouts. Mm. 15th. There's only 14 players in all of baseball with more strikeouts After than Trent Grisham. making it through this series with no, no yeah. strikeouts. And he's a nine hitter. So there's only two guys ahead of him uh, that have more strikeouts and have fewer plate appearances. Like all these other guys have a ton of plate appearances. And most of them have a ton of home runs. Like the guy he's tied with for 15th is Otani. No. <laughs> A guy with like 50 trillion home runs. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, those are my exciting numbers. Hey, how numbers. come you left Matt Carpenter off? Oh, God. He had a good series. He did. Yeah. He yeah. had a better series than, had, than, we, yeah. than I expect from Jay Cronenworth at this point. He did. He did. Got on base like five or six times. I, I, I honestly. Multiple I, RBIs. I know he's making a lot of money. I, I just, but I do feel bad for him. It, it just like. The whole it, stretch where they play him. He seems like just, such a good guy. He's like, the rope. Just let him go. The, like, there's this obvious tug of war between Melvin and AJ. And AJ yeah. And yeah. where AJ's like, I'm not cutting him. And Melvin's like, well, I'm not playing him. <laughs> and then we're like, well, yeah. I guess we're both screwed. And, and Melvin's like, yep, there's we some are. Real, real bizarre shit. And like the Matthew Carpenter's, Batten thing. Carpenter's the rope, right? The, the Batten like, thing the other day when yeah. he went four for four. And then he didn't play the next day. Yeah. <laughs> what are we doing? It's just... <laughs> I mean, people will be like, "Well, you got to get rid of Melvin then, because he's the uh, you know you got to you got to satisfy AJ." Like, why? What kind of organizational culture is this where this is acceptable yeah. during a season that you've deemed the most important season in history to just flush six weeks down the, down the drain over a pissing match? When they fire Melvin, it's his phone is just going to blow up. There's, the teams are going to be all over. You him. don't think they'll just try to? F- Force, they'll, they'll be like office space and put him in the basement and take his yeah, stapler away I, and I, force him to quit. I don't. I, I don't. I don't think he will. Yeah, I, I, he won't quit. He's not going to quit. What could they do to make it so miserable that he would quit and still try to save face? Well, uh, there's rumors uh, that they could just fire like all the guys that he likes uh, on his coaching staff. You know, the like, Flaherty. Uh, well, I don't know, but Flaherty. I've heard Flaherty has really fell out of favor there with and Melvin, the, though, or with no, AJ? No, with AJ. So. I don't know. Or Christensen. I, don't, I can't remember who the Melvin guy is. Christensen is the are. guy that Melvin, yeah, that's one that he brought over. But like the, the rumor is that they would fire his, um, those guys. And, and then that would get him to quit or whatever. Yeah. But I don't, I just, that's just it, it's like common so knowledge shit. in like, baseball that you don't have a manager going into their final year with, with no contract. Year. Yeah. Right. And that's what they're doing. That's what they're doing. At the point that we see a news report from AC or who, well, he was not going to break the story, uh, Dennis, that says, uh, okay, they've extended Bob Melvin for one year. That, that, that's what I would expect them to do. Yeah. I guess we would expect AJ not getting, that's the signal that AJ is not getting fired. Right. Yeah. 
But AJ's not getting if fired. we don't hear that, I, I think the opportunity is still there. Look at our, the scenario scenario we talked about in the beginning. If they go five and twenty three to end the season, yeah, to get the sixth pick, can you keep him? That's a can you keep Melvin or can you no, keep can Preller? you keep can you keep Preller? <laughs> no, can, can Sider sell that? I, I don't know how you can keep Preller now. I, I don't even care if they go. Let's say they go five hundred the rest of the year. I still don't know how you keep like how do well, you keep him? He's had one good season. If they go five hundred the rest it. of the year, they're going to finish at seventy seven wins. How do you sell that to the fan base and say AJ's excellence? I, I just don't understand. While at the same time telling them you're going to be paying for, you're going to be paying more, more for your tickets next yeah. year for the third year in a row. I, I I don't know. How do you do that? It's incredible. Don't worry, they have a fake wait list. But yeah, right, exactly. Uh, but Petco Park is a great place for your next group outing. <laughs> yeah, they're opening up. They're taking away more public space and creating new group spaces for you and your yeah, company. Yeah. And tonight, you can go get a performance snapback hat. Oh. And a Fernando Tatis bobblehead is coming up very soon, oh, too. Oh, so this so. pretty much guarantees group yeah. group girl will be on the, uh, be oh, on the old Friday. Fire Friday yeah, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Hey, have you noticed that Grubner hasn't tweeted in like five weeks? Uh, yeah, I think He used to be so... Remember when he would tweet stuff? Oh. He would... He would he would have his own dick measuring tweets where he'd yes. be like, uh, oh, "What was that jerks and profile one he did last year?" Uh, mm. oh, oh, all caps. Put some respect on that name. Yeah, for, from super hip Eric Gruppner. <laughs> I, th- I think Gruppner's last tweet was maybe not his last tweet, but like one of his last two tweets was months ago when he gave the racist country singer a surfboard. <laughs> They're all him at a concert. <laughs> At a team-sponsored concert, yeah, exactly. with him awkwardly standing next to the uh, the performer, he'll he'll like grab Trevor sometimes yeah, to be like, hey, yeah. Trevor, come stand here and yeah, don't you don't Trevor have to smile, here. just yeah. stand here." None of those lately. It's interesting. Very interesting. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. it's like uh, it's right out of the Partello School. <laughs> there, there it is. There's there, yeah. there's the mention. There's the DJ Wayne mention. I mean. Isn't isn't this where leaders shine in the face of adversity? Like. Shouldn't Gruppner be front and center? Like, it, for all of D's failings, yeah, 2016 was a miserable year, and he still went on with Dan Cilio every Thursday or from oh, Wednesday, I think God. it was, every week to face, you know, Cilio's awful questions, but he still was there. Like, isn't that real leadership? Not ducking, not ducking from the questions. Maybe things Look, aren't Uncle so Ron, bad right now. Was Uncle Ron there every, every oh, week? God, I miss Uncle Ron so yeah. much. I would what love I would for him give to come on the Uncle air right Ron. now. I wonder if when he sold his, you know, I think he still has some like minority shares. Maybe. He must. You think they made him sign something that the, was like oh, you can't, can't go talk. on the radio anymore? I, he, I, he hasn't been on. And, and he, he should and, have free reign to do it, right? He and, seemed to enjoy it. And you know, he's got some opinions about what's yeah. going on right now. What would it take? Oh, I would love to hear him on would there right Grup- now. Would Gruppner call and be super pissed at, at Ben and Woods if they got him on? Like, I don't understand why. Do you know what a ratings bonanza it would be? What an event it would be. We have Ron Fowler coming up tomorrow. To talk about the season. Like, do you know, that's must-listen radio. Yeah, and think about the downloads on that, too. Like, remember, we did that podcast, like, right after an AJ interview, and that was being considered must-listen radio, even Uh, though it was just a mush-mouth zero with nothing to say. You know. Yeah, yeah, no. uh, 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 (laughs) No, yeah. mm, uh, uh, Yeah. Just, just playing out the clock. Yeah, he, if he's really good at it. He's smart. If we're thinking that's must listen radio, um, God, oh, Uncle Fowler. Ron, I would please uh, come back. Oh, what I would give. Oh. <laughs> Let's go to his office. I got his address. 
You want to just stop by? I sent that photo of you and Uncle Ron for an autograph to him. <laughs> and he signed it. That's right. It's just over in Rancho Santa Fe. It's right by the polo fields. I forgot about that. Let's just go knock on the door. We should. With a microphone. You think he would come on the pod? Well, he doesn't like me. But maybe, maybe in his own way, just to it's like it's like when Mike Janella came on the podcast after he got fired. Yeah. He sat down and was like, ah, "I'm bound by this contract, so I'll stay within it." But what would make them the angriest? And it was to come talk to me on the podcast. <laughs> talk to the guy. Maybe who, Uncle who Ron the it would be the same. <laughs> yeah, maybe it would be the same. <laughs> Letting bygones be bygones oh. for a greater good. Uh, I would love to hear his his yeah, opinions on what's going on this year. I hope Ben. I hope producer Paul is listening to this. I hope so too. I, hey, listen. I, I, I from my understanding, they've tried to get him, and he's and he said that he. I, I don't know if he's if he's just said no or if he said I can't. I, I don't know yeah. what it is, but but, that's but he hasn't been on. But I know they would, they would obviously love to have him on. Well, I mean, who wouldn't? He's a delight. Yeah. Oh my god, he's the best. <laughs> he's Uncle Ron, right? <laughs> Who doesn't love <laughs> Who Uncle Ron? As long as he's not the owner <laughs> yeah. controlling the budget of the right, team. Exactly. He's very lovable. Yes, he is. Uh, okay. How do we get off on that team? I don't know. Where the hell are we going well, next? Well, look, this year this year's terrible, right? We're, yeah, it's we're terrible. shook, obviously. You know, another thing that doesn't get enough credit is how bad our bullpen is. And, oh. and this is the other thing about the close games where we're like, uh, it's just bad luck. Uh, have you watched this bullpen? There's no one good. Uh, Steven Wilson isn't dependable. Robert Suarez isn't dependable. Well, and Wilson's hurt now. Does Tim Hill pitch still? No, he's pretty he's, much never he's seen He's been him. on the IL. Uh, yeah. I, so I he just did dead. a rehab assignment. I think he's coming back. Okay. But, so, he, yeah. Not that I ever counted on him this year. No. Luis Garcia sucks. He is trash. Like, is it any wonder why we can't win close games? Like, every lead we get, there's no confidence we're going to hold it at this point. Uh, Garcia, free agent at the end of the year. And you God, know he's yes. going to go somewhere and somebody's going to fix him. Fix him. Yeah. Throwing 100. Yeah, he's going to put up a 1.8 ERA next I don't year. get it with him. I just don't get it. He has the stuff, you, you think. It seems like, like he does. Tons of guys have the stuff that, that just throw it down the middle. Like you, They're big leaders. They all can hit 103 miles an hour. Kristen Norfia hit a game-winning home run off of a Roldis Chapman throwing 104. <laughs> like we have, how many guys do we have that actually have real heat, though, in our bullpen? Suarez, Suarez, Hader, Garcia, Garcia, and that's it, right? The rest of them don't. Oh, yeah, Wilson's like mid nineties. Yeah, something like that, right? Ninety six, something like that. Ninety seven, maybe. Kerr. Oh, well, oh, yeah, I forgot Kerr's back. Yeah. Another guy yeah, just has no clue where it's yeah. going, but like he yeah. can throw. Yeah, hard. or well, Kerr's back because Wilson just went dead. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah. Look, the bullpen sucks. It, it's it has a What do you? How do you fix it? I don't know. I I, I don't know. Oh, Subtracting well, hater doesn't help. So I guess we get into the 2024 uh, and and the salaries, the, the payroll projections, and all let's that. Let's talk fun about stuff. where we're at for next year because yeah. I think on this podcast we've always said that, or at least I see it as a window that we had of 2022, 2023, and 2024. At the point that you traded the farm for Juan Soto, that's the window. That's right? the window. And so it really sucks that we flushed one of those three years down the toilet. 2022, it went as according to plan as it could have, right? Yeah. We didn't win a championship. That was the plan. But other than that, it, it it happened how it was supposed to generally, at least in the playoffs. Yeah. So we're looking at 2024, and there's a lot of important questions on what we do, right? Like, yeah. 
we don't have to keep Juan Soto. When we traded for Juan Soto, even on day one, I remember Ben Higgins on the radio being like, and the great thing is we could always trade him if things don't work out. Yeah. It's just no one really expected that was a realistic outcome of it. So I don't think we ever really seriously considered it, but we can trade Juan Soto. Hey, this is going to be the, the, his lowest value, though, right? At, it, well, at the end of this season? To be expected for his value to go down, yeah, right? I mean, right. we traded for two and a half years of service, and there's only one year left. So we used up oh, yeah, you I, know, yeah. 60% know you percent yeah. of his service time that we traded for. But as but for this like last month and a half or whatever, when he's fucking bunting. Sure. <laughs> but he's still the seventh best hitter in yeah, baseball. Right, if you put yeah. Bryce Harper up at the price of Juan Soto, yeah. you know, a, a, a minimal risk one-year contract for Juan Soto, that's oh. a pretty valuable asset still, even at oh, yeah. his current performance level. I, that's I, You're not going to get what you gave up because you used up 60% of the value. That's why I keep him. I'm on the side of keep him, but I also have having trouble figuring out how you make this team competitive. Not competitive, championship caliber. Because if we're merely competitive, then it's still a waste. You, gotta, you, you have to get... If we're not a World Series team next year you should trade him. Or if you don't have confidence, we can get to that. I, I think yeah. we should trade him. But I also don't know when we're going to have a window or an opportunity as good as we have with Soto. I just think with it, that contract year, I just see him going off and, and, and it would be yeah. nice to have that. If know? it's going to happen, it's going to be next year. Right. But, you, but like you're saying on the flip side of that though, if you don't have the pieces, like, cause what we're getting to is the pitching staff, the, the starting pitching staff. Right. And, and, and the bullpen as well, because you're going to, I mean, and the lineup. Yeah. Well, yeah. But did you read the day? We have two starting pitchers next year. Yeah. Well, two. you know, our beloved Ben and Woods had Dan Simborski on, <laughs> uh, on the radio last week. I know uh, he is hated by much of Padres Twitter, but. He was the only one with the courage to point out that Eric Hosmer was a terrible signing. Okay. He was a hundred percent correct on that. Yeah. He was a hundred percent correct when he said the Padres should if they have to make a big name signing, should sign you Darvish. And I, I still remember he came on this very podcast and said You Darvish yeah. has the potential in the projections to be a Cy Young to put up at least one Cy Young season, which he did. Okay. So he was correct on that. Yeah. His projections show that given the cost of many of our big contracts that we should expect somewhat significant declines from players like Manny Machado, Xander Bogarts, you Darvish. I think Joe Musgrove came out moderately. Okay. But he's not great in them long-term. I think he's fine next year. Yeah. So each year that goes by those key players that we can't bench because they make all the money on the team are going to get worse. So like, at the same time that we hope these other players are going to come up, our key players that are going to be taking 600 at-bats a year are going down. And so when you look at the, the graph of performance of the old players and the new players or whatever, like next year is still pretty critical because Manny's not into full decline mode yet in those projections. Xander's yeah. not fully declining. It's coming, and it's coming pretty soon, but not next year. So next year is it? You'd hope. Yeah. Right. I don't think it looks great, but you've got to be. But you've got to build the starting pitching staff back up. You got to figure yeah, out where and, your and like, let's go through the is. numbers. Like, yeah. if you assume that Lugo and Waka opt in, uh, actually, this is at their current salaries of seven and a half and six and a half. I think we're at one hundred fifty-five million dollars already. If they opt out, let, uh, there's a lot of different scenarios. Waka 
if we want him back, we can get him back, but we have to guarantee him a two-year contract for $32 million, so 16 a year. Which they might do. So a lot of, and, and a lot of people are like, well, we're saving so much money because Hader and Hader's leaving and Snell's leaving. We're not saving all that much money because there's other built-in raises for guys like Cronenworth and Tatis and um, just arbitration raises. If we keep Soto, he's going to make $30 million at least next year. Yeah. There's like all, so, so we're kind of like starting at this $155 million. We have a lot of holes to fill. And, and that's just to get us back. We have to replace basically a, a, a starter that's going to be a top three Cy Young vote getter, probably in Blake Snell. Yeah, we have to replace probably Lugo, who's been one of our better pitchers. We might have to replace Waka or give him a significant raise of almost almost triple his salary this year. What, what do we do here? <laughs> the answer's not Jake Room. No. Is 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 expecting Pedro Avila to throw 170 innings? Is that what we want to count on? I don't know. Uh, where do we replace Hader? Because most of the guys in our bullpen kind of suck. I, he was. I mean, the plan was obviously for Suarez to do it, and now it's like it's dodgy. That's you, very you dodgy. can stick him in there, but that's very dodgy. Yeah, I mean, I, ho- I hope he's a lot better. If next you think year, that's but- a recipe to make us better in close games. <laughs> More power to you, but I don't think yeah. that is. Right. And then who's your eighth inning guy? Oh, <laughs> Garcia's gone. <laughs> Steven Wilson? I, I yeah, don't know. Well, yeah, Wilson's back for next year, right? Cosgrove? Yeah. And, uh, a smoke and mirrors guy? Like, yeah. I, I don't... Uh, yeah, you, so you've got... So you, you basically have to re, almost rebuild the, the starting and, and staff and the bullpen. This isn't getting as improvement we're just trying to even get back to this yeah, year right like yeah. we need to replace a cy young candidate starter somehow and honestly waka has probably been our second best starter lugo might be our third best starter what well, when joe was healthy joe was very good he's 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 streaky though but he was streaky last year yeah, too but i mean he was you, arguably how, how he was arguably like the he leader. He was ar- right when they signed the extension up to the extension. He was probably one of the leaders for Cy Young last year, and then kind of fell off the table. Yeah, he's streaky for these. He have put up a great six weeks, eight weeks, and yeah. he'll go back to normal other. T- I don't know what normal is. Right. I don't know which one it is. <laughs> That's true. He's a good pitcher. Don't get me yeah. wrong. Oh yeah, right. Yeah, and and we're lucky to have him for twenty million dollars a year, but. I, I don't know where the improvement's coming from here. No, I don't either. Like, because it's it, is it is it coming from AAA and AA? No, Who's down there. I mean, yeah, we might pull Iriarte up, and he could be uh, he could be our setup man. Maybe he could be closer. I don't know. That's a lot to ask for a guy that wasn't like low A this year. But but who else? I, I don't know. Uh, people are thinking. People are talking Merrill for like. Is to put where? Yeah, like w- w- where's the improvement? You know, y- you got to compare about who he's replacing and see what the what the built-in improvement is there. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't see it. Outfield? He's never really played there. But I mean, his bat, they got him playing left field. A I'm little looking bit. at his bat, and it doesn't look like a great left fielder. <laughs> it doesn't look like I, a great left fielder in Double A, let alone a, what he would translate to in the major leagues. And it, it, if you have Soto in left, and you have uh, Tatis in center, and you have Jackson Merrill in right field, is that better than what you have right now? No, I don't think it is. You don't think he can hit better than than Grisham? I I, I don't know. I, yeah. I don't think he's going to hit twenty home runs like Grisham or however many fifteen. Grisham's 15? got twelve. Ugh. 
you know he's yeah. going to go on a hot streak and carry that momentum into 2024. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's hitting 200 right now. You think Jackson Merrill could hit 200 right now in the, I don't, in the majors? I don't know. I think yeah. it's a big ask for a, yeah. a, a guy that's just got well, to double A. Right. No. He's not tearing it up in double A. He's slightly above average in double A. You want to call up Ethan Salas and his like 15 WRC plus in double A or whatever? I mean, the way that they're bringing him up. They who talk knows? about him like he's. Who knows? But but here's the thing. Let, let's say you assume somehow that he's peak Ivan Rodriguez, peak Pudge. Peak Pudge. Does adding Pudge onto this roster, are we a playoff team? I don't. I don't think so. But we're we're ten games it, under five hundred. You take right away now. you 10? take away all of Gary Sanchez and Camposano's at bats, and you give him yeah. to Salas. Are we are we better? Are, we're better maybe if we have Peak Pudge on the team for sure. Yeah, we shouldn't even think about him for next year. It should, should just be. And when I say Peak Pudge, I mean I mean like steroids Pudge, yeah. like fifty home run Pudge. Just, I mean, yeah. we're better for sure, but I don't yeah. think I don't think that's enough to get us to the playoffs yeah. from where yeah. we are. No. So there's just like a lot needed here. I don't think a lot of fans realize how much is needed. And that's still bringing back all the, mostly the same guys who sucked this year or underperformed this year and are getting older. Yeah. Tatis is is really, and Soto are really the only two that I could logically expect to have great increases. And they should. Manny's been okay, to be honest, like counting his defense and, and, you know, his overall value is pretty good. He's still a good player. I just, it seems like last year was the outlier. And, you know, when you look at his, his age and everything, like, I think maybe this is just who he is, a, a good player. Well, I mean, we saw what he was capable of during in July. I mean, July, he was in, insane. He was off the charts. Right, but his body is getting older. Yeah, like August. And I don't, know if it, I don't know if the drop in August is just because he saw the writing on the wall that this team is just ass. And that they're not going to do anything, so he's not right, as and focused and as you know going as hard. AJ and AJ removed any financial motivation out of out of the equation. So was that AJ or was but, that Peter? Uh, is that really what we think Manny is? A guy who just turns off the <laughs> this this is I, biz- you're sounding like you're sounding like the uh, national media here now. I listen. I I know. I, I was so happy when they got him. I love the guy. I really do. But like, everything I hear this year is that he's just been a prick. And that he's, he's not getting along with Soto. He's not getting like definitely not getting along with Soto. That's absolutely true. He's not getting along with Xander very well, and he still has kind of issues with Tatis. And like those are your, some of your best players. And he's then you're and he's having issues with them. And he's supposed to be the fucking captain. He's supposed to be the leader. Uh, it's just it's painful. Do you it's think it's that or like you look at him and he doesn't look like Adonis? You know, he's yeah. not. No, I, you know, but I mean, yeah, he's getting older. He's taking care of his body. All of these know. things, these nagging injuries, they're, they're kind of, it's nothing against him. It's no. what happens when you get older. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But it just, it feels like, you know, it, we've got, we got to a point where it was like, okay, it's, we're, we're done. We're fucked. And he's just kind of like turned off the yeah. engine a little bit, shall I, we say. Yeah. See, I, I think I'm on the side of, I just think his body's breaking down because he's older, getting older. Yeah, that's what I think. I don't think he's really a quitter or a low. Effort. I don't think he's. I don't think he's a lowering, lowering his effort guy. I don't know. It just doesn't. Like lowering your effort doesn't lead you to pop out all the time. Yeah. Or like God, he's been strike doing out a fucking lot of that, situations. Though. You know, oh. like every time he comes, I, I just like, think you don't expect good things. Now. It's what you, know you what would mean? expect when you're, you know, your bat speed slows. You're, you yeah. know, but he's not that old. It goes quick. Yeah, it's true. 
How fast? How fast did Eric Hosmer go from, uh, let's say, a marginal major league starter to out of baseball? As soon as he got his money. Uh, yeah, but he's not that old either. You know, <laughs> no, like know. there's a lot of players that just I goes. Know. Yeah, right. And when they don't get signed, baseball knows it. You know, like all the smart people in baseball see it. Oh, you mean teams that like prepare and teams that uh, <laughs> normal teams? Yeah. <laughs> Not teams that make decisions at the Encinitas Saloon at 1 a.m. with Chris Kemp just crushing a bottle of... Uh, of <laughs> Allegedly. Alleg- I don't know. I don't know any details this. I don't know. I don't know. Bernie's a man that likes the, the nightlife, though. <laughs> Hide your wives. Heard That's both a- of them, really. Heard both of them really enjoy the nightlife. They love it. Yeah. <laughs> they find happiness at the bottom of a bottle. <laughs> Allegedly. I've Allegedly. Heard. Allegedly. Uh, so I look at 2024 and it really, I, I don't know what to do with Soto. It's like the key question, but if they trade him, I think they're folding the year. But and, and the other flip, flip side of the Soto thing is, um, do you trust AJ to get no. the right pieces back for him? Or do you think he's going to get fleeced? And that's where I think, I think he's going to get fleeced. Well, it comes down to what we've, we've said many times that when you put someone into a desperation mode and let's say Peter says, you know, against my better judgment, I'm going to keep AJ this year. Uh, AJ knows that. And he knows that he has to produce something this year or next year to, to keep his job. Right. So, and that's when you start seeing people make decisions in the short term yeah. to make sure at the expense of the long term that they meet the goals that are provided to them. Right. Yeah. When their back is against the wall. And that's where we don't want to be. So he could empty the farm system. Could. Yeah. Wouldn't you? If you were him, what oh, would yeah. you do? hundred percent. You yeah. have this cush job. Yeah. You've been told by the owner, you must produce this season. So wouldn't uh, you follow through? You've taken the boss's marching orders. Like, and that really puts us in a, a really bad situation because it, let, let's say they, let's say they do fire Melvin, right? And then AJ gets to hire another fucking manager yeah. and he's going to hire a dipshit that is a guy who is going to do whatever he says and be, you know, he's going to talk to the front office about everything and everything's going to go back and forth and, yeah. and he's going to run the team. Basically AJ will. So, and then they shit the bed next year, let's say. And then Peter goes, okay, I, I absolutely have to fire AJ. Now you've got to fire that manager too. Cause that's fine though. The new GM's not like, but I mean, but that's putting you in a shitty situation again. Like you've got, you've got to hire a new president of baseball operations, a new GM, a new manager, new coaching staff. Like I but just teams have done that like, and succeeded. Like, let's just do it now. Let's keep Melvin right. now well, yeah. and get rid of this guy and all of his cronies. Now just get it over with. Well, pull there, the mandate off. There's like a falsehood fear that we've talked about too. Like, just because you fire your GM doesn't mean that you necessarily have to rebuild. That's no. AJ's method to do it. Nope. We nope. didn't have to do it that way. You can look at the Brewers last year, You know, the team that swept us You know, last, last week that's going to the playoffs this year. Yes. Uh, they had a GM or president, I, I can't remember, Stearns ran their baseball operations. He's the one who had to go to the media when they traded Hader, oh, when yeah. they collapsed last year. And had to, I think he was president of baseball operations. Um, he's the one who had to go to the media and be like, yeah, I guess we, I, I really mis, misjudged how trading hater would go over. And then they missed the playoffs and then they forced him to step down. Did the brewers sell everything? Did no. they get rid of all their prospects and rebuild? No, they just continued what they were doing with a new direction to be the finish, the closer, basically finish yeah. up the roster. And now they're going to the playoffs again. 
There's a bunch of examples like this. Like the Phillies changed up their GM. The Mets changed up their GM in the last three years. Both of them. They didn't sell the farm. They hired someone who could finish the job. Thank you, Arthur, for getting us to this point. Right. You were were our tank GM. Now go get a scout job with some other team. Right. Like, it kills me when I see people that are like, why don't we just keep AJ? He's, He's a scout. And then we'll just get a president of baseball operations. And I'm like... Have you not been listening the last few years? Like the whole problem with AJ is the is the rotten culture that he's developed in this yeah. in this organization. Right? Why would you keep the cancer? Why would you cut out eighty, you know, fifty percent of the cancer and then leave the rest of it? It's just going to metastasize again. It makes no sense. Yeah, I don't get it. Like no. he he's the problem. He's clearly the problem. He's the he's only the problem. Link. Yeah, everyone <laughs> in baseball knows it. Except for Peter Seidler. Except for Peter Seidler. And a couple of the dildos that that fucking uh, AJ plays basketball and and texts all day long. Yeah, Stop giving your fucking number out to fans, you idiot. Do you know what his most fireable offense is? That he's floating floating what he's doing to just random guys at the Y that he plays basketball with. It's incredible. Like, do you know what? He's supposed to, he runs this organization like, like it's the CIA, right? Yeah. Like, he, he has all these cover stories and, uh, and, and like misdirection and refusal to say anything and closing practices, what, all the stuff he does. Won't let anybody talk about Melvin. Like none of the coaches right. are allowed but, to but speak. It's a cloak. Yeah. We, we can't hear from Ruben Niebla, the most competent man, the coach on the roster. But like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? Right. So he does that, and then he's busy texting a bunch of weirdos on the internet and uh, guys he plays basketball with that are alcoholics, and like, asking what their fucking what their opinions are on the right, team. Right? I don't fuck what off. Should, what you? Hey, oh. hey, my power forward on my on my Y team. Like, what should we do with the relief pitcher position? Like, imagine doing that. Oh my god! It's just fireable. Calling scouts and and his and, and the the managers and coaches and in, in the lower. In the double A and at three AM, oh, yeah. Hey, what's going on? Blah blah. blah. Fuck, man. Read the box score. Oh, asshole. I don't know. It's yeah. Just, I I don't know how this team can be under like five hundred at this point is is a miracle, right? <laughs> oh. Nineteen and nine to get to five hundred. Mm-hmm. That's a miracle. Yeah, yeah. And yet, yet we're like, oh, it's just bad luck. How can you blame them? How can you blame the general manager for this? It's like. Everyone blamed Josh Burns in 2014 when they won 78 games or whatever. No one was like, well, I don't know how you can blame management when it's just the players on the team that just didn't play as well as they should have. Seth Smith should have hit 54 home runs that year. I don't know how you can blame Josh Burns for that or or Morad. Get him the fuck out of here. Right. Get him out of here. Get Josh Stein the fuck out of here, too. All of them. God, how long has he been here? For how many losing like 20, seasons is that? Two, how does he keep two a job? of them. Fred Ullman has the been here that long. Out. Like, get, get them out. They've made it through like four ownership groups and like seven GMs. Like, what value is that bringing to this organization? Oh my God. Like, you talk about mm. culture. How does bringing the Morad culture through the years or the Moore's culture through the years into the present? Like, what's the value here? Clean house. Ugh. And, and look. Getting rid of Stein and Ullman, yeah, that's fine. But if you keep AJ, right. it's yeah. it's just gonna it's just gonna infect the next guy that comes in. Yes, the organizational yeah. culture is not changing. Well, and he's gonna we go f- hire other people that are with the Rangers or whatever that he was with ten years yeah. ago or whatever. That's all he fucking does. Another another organization just mired in losing. <laughs> right, exactly. It's no wonder yeah. our culture is so terrible here. Oh. Well, 
10 games under 500 with a $250 million payroll on August 31st. Whoa, maybe you should look at the back of the baseball cards. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Blame the players. It's all the players. It's all the players and luck. Oh, God. Hey, we have a voicemail, by the way. Oh, we, we, ooh, we, our hot yeah. new segment. So that, was, that was just the most depressing, like, ten minutes ever. <laughs> well, <laughs> we I, hope, I hope they're Sibian-related. <laughs> I, I, I Sadly, we only got one. Only That's one? A, well, I know. it's because we were going to record. I, I, I hope it's a good one. I hope it's a good All one. All right, let's go to the phones. All right, bro. It's Don Tricker calling in. I want to talk about one of my favorite rugby squads, the Padres, bro. I was with the lads yesterday. And I said, lads, let's scrub down. I know you're not feeling well. When you're not feeling well, you got to go down to the pub, get a bit of a pish on, maybe some grass-fed mutton, bro, and you feel right as rain. Got a lot of talented lads in this scrum, bro. Manny Machado, that right winger. Of course, he's a right ringer in more than one sense of the word, bro. Sandy Bogarts, one of my favorite Maori players. Trent Grisham, mustachioed Maori lad. It's center we got Joe Musgrove, bro. He's not feeling well. Hyperbaric shoulder sack problem. Of course, he'll be all right. He's got the money coming in from the cinnamon rolls and the coffees, bro. And I said, lads, it's all right. We got to try, try, try. Just like my All Blacks tried in the 2010 Nations Cup, bro. We took it all from the racist South Africans. And if you don't pull it out this year, bro, there's always next year. And I'll see you in the offseason in Auckland, bro. Wow, Don Tricker. I wonder if our listeners know who Don Tricker the is. The legendary Don Tricker. Don Tricker, the head of our medical department. That's incredible. He called in. Wow. Uh, great to hear that accent. It seems like something that would really resonate with the clubhouse. Wow. Did you know that he's the head of our psychological and medical department? Like all the people that are like, we should get a, a therapist to talk to these players to improve their attitudes. He's the guy. He's literally the guy. Did you know he's not an MD and not a physical therapist and has no training or education whatsoever in the field? And what is his background in again? Uh, softball. Softball. <laughs> and rugby. <laughs> he was a New Zealand soft men's softball coach. It, it is shocking that this isn't a successful franchise, isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> well, I'm sure when he goes in the clubhouse and talks about mutton to Manny, that it, <laughs> that it goes over well and very relatable. Vegemite? Is that, is that what they? <laughs> That's the Aussies. Oh, I, I sorry. don't know if the I'm Aussies sorry. and, and, yeah. and Kiwis get along. Oh, way. okay. All right. Was that racist? I, I hope I didn't offend any of our listeners in Australia and New Zealand. Look at the referred to Trent Grisham as a Maori. Or, or no, Xander Bogarts as a Maori. <laughs> uh, I appreciate Don Tricker calling in. I it's do too. amazing. I do very, too. Thank you very, very much. appreciate it. We yeah. appreciate that. Yeah, so maybe next week we'll get some more calls on the voicemail line. If we're I, would, I would love that. Yeah, that'd be great. It's always great to get the celebrities calling in. Very exciting. Yeah. yeah. AJ's going to be real pissed when he finds out oh. that one of his staff broke his uh, his his cloak around the around this, his staff from speaking with the media. <laughs> around AJ's staff. Yeah. <laughs> speaking of staff. Uh, I was reading some stuff that Mark Wilkins oh, wrote the other day oh from, you know, from Mad Friars. Yes. He's, uh, he's been putting out a lot of good information. And I will say, if we want to end the show on a positive note, our double A players doing pretty well. Yeah. I know that there's some question on long term future for some of them. Like Robbie Snelling is kind of dominating double A pretty well. Uh, he seems like a good pitcher, but there's questions on whether his 
I think like a secondary pitchers pitches will will track, but I'm glad that we have Mark Wilkins out there. Disgusting. I am too. Heard the man's hung like an elephant. Bull elephant. Six ten. Very propor- very proportional ladies. The man is so large. Yeah. A lot of facial hair, so you know the testosterone is coursing through him. Coursing. Coursing. Yeah. Very handsome. Heard stories of rock hard erections. Great, great writer, intelligent man. Large and, penis. And I've heard he's single. Heard he is as well. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Any lady would be very lucky. Any lady would be very lucky. Yeah, you know, he ha- he's he does have the beard, and I've heard him referred to by many of his past conquests as the, the thigh tickler. Ooh. You know where he gets that? <laughs> oh, you've got a beard, you know. Am I right, Corey? <laughs> am I right or am I right? <laughs> yeah, anyways, at Mark Wilkins on Twitter, I believe. Yeah, I believe that's what yeah, it is. Read yeah. him on Mad Friars. Yeah. Always glad to hear from you him. You can check him on Christian Mingle and <laughs> Farmers Only. <laughs> Has a, yeah, he does have an agriculture background. <laughs> Mary dipshits. We have no idea what those are. I don't know. <laughs> what are some of the other? I don't know. Bumble is that? Yeah, one, the I, other I one? pretty much only know about momxxx.org <laughs> and uh, milfmoves.com. What do I know about farmers only? Uh, well, Corey, we've said a lot. We have right on the one hour mark. What a perfect episode perfect. crafted here. And did it record the whole thing? It did. Yeah, oh, no God. lost episode. Hell we're yeah. really doing it. All right. Yeah. Well, hey, Corey, there's a lot of terrible Padres baseball to go in this season. We'll be here for our fans. Uh, real right quick, now. how many games are they going to win out of this next 13? Four. Four? Wow. You're, we're we're you're, conceding you're, this you're season. Very, you're very positive. I'm, I'm going three. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going three max. Yeah. You know, for a while, I was like, they haven't got swept in a long time. And then that Brewers uh, series happened. Oh, woof. That was brutal. Yeah. Wait till we play the Astros. <laughs> It's gonna be ugly. If I if I'm Snell, I, I try to keep I try to stay the fuck away from them. I come up with some yeah. kind of a. It's like, oh yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe Just I need give it me a couple a day. days. Yeah. Yeah. I think I got it in Oakland. You know yeah, exactly. Uh, Brent Rooker's still gonna Brent Rooker yeah. still gonna hit like seven Brent, home runs. Brent, off of whatever. It's gonna we, be awful. We don't fucking care. Brandon, I don't know. We'll call him whatever the hell we want. <laughs> They're gonna bring Hayes are gonna bring like all the ex Padres and Jack Cust. Oh, you don't remember wow. him. He had like almost oh, 40 oh, home runs one him. year. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Another player we gave up on. Yeah. Is uh, Kotze still the manager there, right? I think so. Yeah. Our beloved Jamie Kotze. He'll probably jump into the lineup. That angel. A few home they should, runs like, they should let Jamie play short. That they would be should. great. Be entertained. <laughs> Introduce her to Mark Wilkins. Yes. Exactly. All right, Corey. Okay. We, we've, we've said it. All. Okay. We're good. It's good. Go Padres. Go Padres.